Hello everybody. I'm just giving some time for everyone to come on. So uh, I'm just uh, doing this quick live video just to say we <laughs> we have some technical issues. You might have heard the enormous buzz on the sound system and we were trying to sort it out that we couldn't um, sort it out on time. So I just wanted to greet you and just say what's going on because <laughs> we uh, we didn't come on live this morning to do a, um, a live devotion. But while while I'm on here, I uh, I can share something with you. So good morning, everybody. So uh, don't know if the comments on the phone thing will work in the same way. But if you're on, please just give me a wave or a hi or a shout or whatever. Um, let me just see. Okay. Comments will appear here. Okay. All right. So I just want to share something with you, something short. And uh, while well, we are trying to find the technical issue there in, inside the church. So, um, uh, <laughs> hello Nico, hello Sarai Kiriso. I see there's some, some faces there. Okay, so. Acts chapter 10, there's a few things I want to just highlight here in Acts chapter 10. So Paul, or Peter, had a vision. Hello, Ma. <laughs> Peter had a vision. So um, about the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God entering and saying to him, Cornelius, this is now Cornelius. So Cornelius got a vision, he was praying, and he got a vision. And he, gazing intently at him, became frightened and said, What is it, Lord? And the angel said to him, Your prayers and your generous gifts to the poor have come up as a sacrifice to God and have been remembered by him. So this is New Testament, and this is, this is an angel speaking. It says, Your giving and your prayers has come up as a sacrifice before God. That's something. God takes note of our prayers. And God takes note of our giving. Alright, so um, it also says in Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10, it says, God is not unrighteous to forget all the stuff that you've done in ministering to the needs of the saints, as you still do. Alright, so God takes careful notice of everything you do to bless the saints. Right, and, and your prayers. So now he says, and now send men to Joppa and have them call for and invite a certain man, Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lodging with Simon a tanner whose house is by the seaside. And the angel who spoke with him left, Cornelius called two of his servants, a God-fearing soldier from among his own personal attendants. And having rehearsed everything to them, he sent them to Joppa. The next day, as they were still on their way, approaching the town, Peter went up on the roof of the house to pray and about uh, the sixth hour. But he become very, became very hungry and wanted something to eat. And while the meal was being prepared, a trance came over him. 
and he saw the sky open and something like a great sheet lowered by four corners descending to earth. It contained all kinds of quadrupeds and wild beasts and creeping things and, uh, of the earth and birds of the air. And there came a voice to him saying, Rise up, Peter, kill and eat. Peter said, No, by no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unhallowed or ceremonially unclean. And the voice came to him again a second time, What God has cleansed and pr pronounced clean. Do not you defile and profane by regarding and calling uncommon and unhallowed and unclean. So God calls us clean. He was speaking of the Gentiles here. And the Gentiles were the ones uh, that according to the Jewish tradition, according to the law, were regarded as unclean. So they were not supposed to have any fellowship with them. So they, had no, they, they were not supposed to spend time with them, no fellowship with them. But... Um, but so the voice came to him and said, What God has cleansed, don't uh, defile it by regarding it as unclean. So when God has cleansed you, don't regard yourself as unclean, but also other people. Don't regard un other people as unclean when God has pronounced them clean. Okay. But the, the revelation here was that Peter, being a Jew, was supposed to have fellowship the Gentiles and preach the gospel to them. So verse 16 says, This occurred three times, then immediately the sheet was taken up into heaven. Now Peter was still inwardly perplexed and doubted as to what the vision which he had seen could mean. When just then, behold, the messengers that were sent by Cornelius, who had made inquiry for Simon's house, stopped and stood before the gate. And they called out to inquire whether Simon, who was surnamed Peter, was staying there. And while Peter was earnestly revolving the vision in his mind and meditating in the Holy Spirit, said to him, Behold, three men are looking for you. Get up and go below and accompany them without any doubt uh, about its legality or any discrimination or hesitation, for I have sent them. Then Peter went down to the men and said, I am the man you seek. What is the purpose of your coming? So, Cornelius had a vision of an angel sent for Peter. Peter had a vision that these guys would be coming. And he... Um, you welcomed them into the home. All right. So, um, so the next day they they spent the night, and the next day that he arose and went away with them, and he went to Cornelius's house. So, I just want to to put your attention on how God uh, works with us supernaturally, and sometimes what He does would even strictly be. <laughs> Uh, um, disallowed by the law of Moses so what happened here is because the Holy Spirit a higher law spoke to Peter he went with Gentiles that he wasn't according to the Jewish tradition according to the law of Moses he wasn't supposed to even talk to them so the Holy Spirit said don't worry about the legality of this just go I sent them so when God sent someone uh, it trumps all the all the other rules, all the other uh, laws. Okay, so there's a higher law. It's the law of the spirit. So um, when the Holy Spirit leads you and moves you, just go boldly, even though your tradition doesn't allow it, <laughs> even though uh, it might it may be frowned upon by people from your from a similar background to you. Just go and do what the Holy Spirit says. And then you will be, um, you will see the fruit of everything that He has planned for you. All right. So, 
Now, just just see the purpose of God here. Cornelius was praying. He was really seeking God. But he wasn't a Jew, so he wasn't really supposed to, to find him. <laughs> so, Cornelius uh, was giving and he was praying. His heart was right. And here comes the angel of the Lord, sent for Peter. Now, I want to, you to note this, that the angel did not preach the gospel to Peter. They didn't preach the gospel to Cornelius. Uh, the angel said, send for Peter. The angel said, uh, go and let that man preach the gospel to you. So, he didn't command the angels to preach the gospel. He commanded us to preach the gospel. So, there's something too great for the angels to do. And that is preaching the gospel. So, the angels will work with us when we preach the gospel. And the, they will work with uh, the purposes of God and with the what God is saying and what God is doing. Uh, so if you want the angels to work with you, then you've got to work with the Spirit of God. <laughs> then you've got to work with Him and do what the Spirit of God calls you to do. All right, so now here comes Peter with those people and he comes to Cornelius' house. And uh, verse 31, and he said, Cornelius, your prayer has been... Uh, okay, Cornelius is speaking now. Uh, Cornelius said, this is the fourth day since about this time I was observing the ninth hour, three o'clock in the afternoon, a prayer in my lodging place, and suddenly a man stood before me in dazzling apparel. So now Cornelius is telling the story to Peter. He says, and he said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard, hearken to, and your donations to the poor have been known and preserved before God, so that he heeds and is about to help you. Send therefore to Joppa and ask for Simon, who is surnamed Peter. He is staying with, in the house of Simon the Tanner by the seaside. So at once I sent for you, and you being a Jew have done a kind and courteous and handsome thing in coming. It's interesting there, the Amplify. Now then we are all present in the sight of God to listen to all that you have been instructed by the Lord to say. So the angels will cause people to come to a service to hear. Or the angels will cause a preacher to come to a certain house to preach. Or the angels will cause someone to browse on Facebook or on some internet site, uh, maybe YouTube or whatever, to find something and he will stumble upon some human being preaching the gospel because it was given to us to preach the gospel. It was not given to angels to preach the gospel. Angels are assisting and ministering servants, says Hebrews chapter 2, in the service of God for the benefit of them who are to inherit salvation. So they are working together with God for our sake. And so when we heed the call and do what the Holy Spirit says, the angels are there to work with us. All right. So now, um, right, so Peter opened his mouth, verse 34, and said, Most certainly and thoroughly I now perceive and understand that God shows no partiality and is no respecter of persons. So, so now... Everyone is the same before God, whether you're Jew or Greek or slave or free or whatever you are. Okay, verse 35. And in every nation, he who venerates and is reverential, has a reverential fear for God, treating him with worshipful obedience and living uprightly, is acceptable to him and sure of being received and welcomed by him. So if you're seeking God, doesn't matter where you're from, you'll find him. And he will make sure you hear the right word. Okay, you know the contents of the message which he sent to Israel, announcing the good news of peace by Jesus Christ to his Lord of all. 
the same message which was proclaimed throughout all Judea, starting from Galilee after the baptism preached by John, how God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power and strength and ability and power, how he went about doing good and in particular curing all who were harassed and oppressed by the power of the devil, for God was with him. So now God is with us. And God being with us um, means that now God has anointed and consecrated us Put in your name there with the Holy Ghost and power and strength and ability. And, and now you're going about doing good and in particular curing all who are arrested and oppressed by the devil. So the picture is now, um, so the, the preaching is Jesus, to see him and see what he did. And to associate with him and he is now in us. Okay. Verse 39. And we are ear, eye and ear witnesses of everything that he did both did in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem and yet they put him out of the way and murdered him by hanging him on a tree but God raised him to life on the third day and caused him to be made uh, manifest and plainly seen not by all the people but to us who were chosen beforehand by God as witnesses who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead and he charged to preach to the people and to bear solemn testimony that he is the God appointed and the God ordained judge of the living and the dead so we need to preach that God is the judge of the living and the dead to him all the prophets testify that everyone who believes in him, relies on him, giving himself to him, receives forgiveness of sins through his name. So what's the condition? Believe in Jesus and you receive forgiveness of your sin. It's so simple. You don't need to do all kinds of things and jump through hoops. You just believe and your sins are forgiven. So from God's side, he did everything for your sins to be forgiven. Now your sins are forgiven. You need to believe it to receive it. All right. So everyone who trusts in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. And while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell on all who were listening to the message. So the Gentiles got their own little Pentecost there, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 45, And the believers from among the circumcised, the Jews who came with Peter, were surprised and amazed because the free gift of the Holy Spirit had been bestowed and poured largely even to the Gentiles. For they had heard them talking in unknown tongues and languages and extolling magnifying God. Then Peter asked, Can anyone forbid or refuse water for baptism for these people, seeing that they have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he ordered that they be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they begged him to stay on there for some days. Alright, so imagine now that whole household got saved. Everyone who were there, I mean I'm sure they invited some people to hear um, because of a vision, because of a dream. And Peter uh, went past the restrictions of the law and he went with them and he worked together with the Holy Spirit because of a vision <laughs> and because an angel appeared. So God's purpose, he will intervene and he will speak to people, yet he uses people to bring about his purposes. So um, it is not for us to be passive, but for us to work together with the Holy Spirit, for us to be yielded to Him and obey the Holy Spirit above our traditions. Jesus said that your traditions make the Word of God to be of no effect. All right, so um, in, your, in everything that you do, I pray that you will experience more and more grace. In everything that you do, I pray that you will experience more and more of the Holy Spirit. Okay. And I pray that you will see visions and dream dreams. 
I pray that you will know the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray that you will that you will uh, see the supernatural of God. How will this happen? By you simply responding to what the Holy Spirit says. Okay, so um, when when He shows you a vision, respond. When He shows you a dream, respond. Um, and work together with Him, and you will see so many supernatural things happening. All right. So when we are moved by the Holy Spirit, we see the purposes of the Holy Spirit come to pass. Amen. All right. So um, in this time, in this weekend, just hear what the Spirit of God is saying. Just, uh, just be in a in a uh, in a posture like let me put it this way of prayer and pray constantly pray in the holy ghost and be responsive to what he is saying to you okay so may you be blessed i hope that this message has blessed you sorry for being so late and we are still trying to figure out this buzz thing on the internet uh, on the on the system here on the um uh, camera and the computer and everything so um but yeah, so we hope you have an awesome day. Um, and even though it's a little bit later, I hope you experience God in everything you do for the rest of the day and the rest of the weekend. And we will see you on Sunday morning. On Sunday morning, if you can come, please come. It's going to be a really awesome service. It's good to, to see the people. Um, but if you feel it's better for you to stay at home and, and watch online, great but don't miss it <laughs> whether you watch online or whether you come uh, but don't miss, miss the service on sunday it's going to be really cool all right good to see you um let me just greet some people there's some some names here i greeted sarah here is so and my mother hello lene my wife and janine hello good morning janine you're always there even if we're late okay <laughs> hello Gary and penny it's good to see you penny there from Joburg and um, Eric, bless you Eric, you're also a regular, so it's good to see you guys, may you be blessed and have an awesome day, and I'll see you again Sunday morning, Amen.